Right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the Question the Question podcast. I'm your host, Simon. I'm going to be talking about philosophy in our daily lives and something that makes us manifest this human spirit of questioning everything. I think it's within us to ask, what is it? Do I need something? And explore the world through wonder the amazing gift of wondering why we need this why am i looking at this meme why do i open them daily you know it's something that allows us to stay humans and before i proceed to my episode i'd like to say thank you to everyone who's tuned into this episode or whoever listened to my previous episode i really appreciate it so when i go to my soundcloud account and when i see the place it makes me feel so grateful for every single play. So thank you very much. It means that at least I'm doing this not in vain. You know, it's like zero plays, you know, that kind of thing. So I really appreciate every single one of you. Anyways, for today's episode, I decided to pick something that unfortunately in a way became political. And please, when you hear this, I'm not trying to say anything political, okay? I'm not advocating for a certain issue that has this word in it. I'm not pro, not against it. I'm not just talking about it, okay? So, anyways, for today's episode, I decided to pick something that I argue actually makes us humans. It's not the way we look. It's not about our brain. It's not about, you know, the legs we have, fingers and things like that. It's not about our language, but it's rather about choice. The ability to make a choice, and choice is a decision. It's a process of making a decision and owning the consequences of such. That makes us humans. Because we don't just take orders, you know, like robots. No, we can actually critically think. Well, hopefully all of us can, but sometimes, you know, it looks like not everyone, but just saying. Anyways, so we get this ability to make a decision in almost any point of our lives, in any circumstance. Sometimes it seems like that we don't have a choice, but we actually do. And it's such an important, you know, aspect that I remember in my childhood when I wanted to be a musician and my mom was kind of against it, you know, I couldn't make that choice for myself because I did not have an authority. And that didn't make me feel good because I always wanted to be a musician, but I couldn't do it because I was not in power for my own life. You know, I couldn't just go ahead, take control, you know, when you're five years old and say like, mom, I'm going to learn music myself. No, of course, I had to obey. And that did make me feel good. Almost every single time where I don't get to choose, not just what I want to, but don't get to choose, I feel kind of humanless. Because this ability to make a decision, make up my mind and own the consequences is something that differs me from someone else. My life, in a way, is the result of the choices I made. The struggles that I had in my life, I made a choice to either lock myself up in my past or do something about it and actually grow from it. I made a choice to learn English. Hey, it was a choice. It's not my first language. You know, I didn't have a choice about my first language, which is Russian. And, you know, that kind of limits me because just I had to accept it. 
you know, because I couldn't tell my mom, excuse me, mom, I actually like the way French sounds. Could you? Mm? So, you know, and everything, every single piece, you know, I have in my fridge is a result of my choices. And it's so powerful that if you take it away from me, I don't feel like adult anymore. Like, I don't feel like human. Because that powerful thing that distinguishes me from someone else is taken away. And this entire, you know, discussion was prompted in my mind by one of the episodes that I thought was, it was powerful. But at the same time, it left me questioning a lot of things. So there is this writer, Ayn Rand. I mentioned her in one of my previous episodes. She was an objectivist and she argued that we are lucky that we get to make our conscious choice. You know, unlike our dogs, for instance, your dog doesn't get to choose what it's gonna eat. Instead, it relies on you to give it food and just accept it as is. Your, your dog doesn't make a choice what park to go to. Instead, it follows you, but you get to make that choice. Doesn't matter whether your choice is influenced by your own thinking or thinking of someone else, you want to meet a friend or just think like, mm, probably my dog didn't see that spark, you know, all of that. But you get to choose your dog, your dog doesn't. And also we can bring up, you know, some of the darkest parts of human history when some people did not have a choice, you know, think about Russia, for instance, serfdom. So Russian slavery started in the 6th century um, and it ended, I'd argue, in 1991 when Russian citizens finally were allowed to leave their country without asking the government for permission. So, because, you know, they were limited in that sense. They couldn't travel where they wanted to, you know, there were certain limitations. And we, as humanity, agree that it was not a good thing because it takes away power of choice. But anyways, coming back to Ayn Rand. So Ayn Rand, she was an objectivist and she was arguing that it makes us humans. And the, in my opinion, the climax of such theory happened in her book Atlas Shrugged, which I definitely recommend you to read. It doesn't matter whether you like Ayn Rand or you don't. It's always important to broaden your, broaden, broaden, whatever, but you got the point, to broaden your point of view with even the resources that you don't like. Because if you just keep yourself in your echo chamber, you're not growing. So whether you're like her or not, I definitely recommend you reading her. Because even like there was a poll last century, I believe, uh, and her book Atlas Shrugged made it to the first or second place as the most influential book in someone's life. So anyways, at the end of the book, um, the main character, Dagny, she's a self-made woman. She's a very strong and powerful person you know she's that hero that you want to be like because she makes decision in hard situations she owns her mistakes and you know even though her brother claims all of her successes like he attributes that to himself because he's such a not a good person okay but nonetheless she's a strong woman at it you know it she kind of becomes your idol and at the end of the book, when she was trying to save someone, I'm not going to give any spoilers, um, there was this dialogue with a guard of the prison. 
And that dialogue struck me when I read it. It just made me close the book and just start thinking about it. So I'm going to redo parts of it, okay? So, Dagny saying, listen carefully. Either you let me in or I shoot you. You may try to shoot me first if you can. You have that choice and no other. Now decide. Then the guard cannot make the choice. So he's saying, if you let me ask the chief, he'll tell me he'll. But Dagny refuses. She does not accept this as an answer. But I can't decide. Why me? Dagny says. Because it's your body that's bearing my way. But I can't decide. I'm not supposed to decide. And then Dagny starts counting to three. The guard says, wait, wait, I haven't said yes or no. And as soon as Dagny says three, she calmly and impersonally shoots that person. She pulled the trigger and fired straight at the heart of a man who had wanted to exist without the responsibility of consciousness. It's such a small episode, but at the same time, why it struck me. As, a, as humanity, you know, like we agreed that killing other people is not good, okay? Jesus said so too, like, mm -mm -mm, don't do it. And what happens here? She calmly kills someone right, like with a bullet straight through their heart. It's, it's harsh, especially, you know, when you were taught your entire life, like, to not kill other people. Because you don't have power over someone else's life. You can't just do that. And in that book, we witnessed a murder, basically. But then there are some remarks that that person couldn't make the choice. And logically, I can say that, yes, I understand why Dagny made that decision, because the person who she was talking to was no longer, was no longer a human. That person could not make up their mind and say, this is my decision. I own it. Let's deal with it, okay? Instead, he wanted someone else to make decision for their life. And that is why he, in a way, ceased to be, to be a human. His human spirit to make a decision, to question why he was guarding that prison, why he had to face the situation, what to do. All of that was gone and his humanity, something that made him actually human, was gone. At some point, you know, logically, you can justify that. But at the same time, as I was reading it, I was thinking that I don't have power over other people. It's a very slippery slope. Yes, you know, I understand that some people cannot make that decision. But that, I'm not taking that though seriously because like this is a metaphor still. But how do I know what's going on through their mind? How do I know what they went through? And I'm not a superhuman to decide for others how to live. Hey, we had an entire 20th century. It was not good. It was bloody bad, okay, to say the least. Because some people thought they were better than others. They thought they knew better how to fix the society, how to help someone, you know. They wanted to help without asking for help. And even more... They identified, so to say, enemy and were trying to eliminate it, whether be it Germany during Hitler times or be it um, the USSR under almost any single ruler, actually, except for probably Gorbachev. 
because you know gulags existed even with Brezhnev. So, because you know, in both countries, um, the regime was seeking for elimination, extermination of certain group of people because they thought they knew better. They decided for society. They decided for someone what's good for them, and it didn't end well. You know, because if we look at the USSR, the society was saying that um, all the money was taken from poor workers. And a lot of farmers who became rich after the slavery was um, terminated, you know, so-called kulaks, all those farmers, um, they were, their possessions were taken. And since no one knew how to do farming, there was huge famine, you know. So it didn't end up well because none of us is like God. I don't know if I can make a decision for someone else except probably for myself and my son. I have that authority because I'm his father, okay? <laughs> I have to because like, if I let my son decide what to eat for dinner, breakfast, or lunch, it's going to be like, Papa, let's have candies, candies. And I know it's not good, even though sometimes I think like, Yes, I know. I also want to have candies. But then I think about dentist bills and I try to explain my son that, okay, your belly will hurt. Like, I also want to have it, but sometimes you have to hold yourself for a better future, you know? So, but generally speaking, I don't have that power over other individuals. And that's my choice. And thinking that you have power to decide for someone else, it's in a way, playing God. Because if you take away that, you like if you take away an ability for someone else to make a choice, they cease to be human. And people cease to feel like they're humans. Let's say when I was living in Russia or Budapest in Hungary, so there they have different health care than in the United States. And there I never had a chance to change my doctor. Never. Because, because there is always someone who's said to guard the district. If I wanted to get the doctor I want to, I had to go to a private clinic. But at the same time, like, I was paying for that healthcare with my taxes, so I did not have a choice. And here in the United States, when I came here, I was shocked that I was able to choose my doctor based on reviews, based on location, so I had that power. Furthermore, if I didn't like someone, like with business, any other business, I just didn't have to give them my money. And unless that person changes their attitude, changes something about the way they conduct that business, they will go, go out of it, you know, and it was their choice not to take um, seriously, the obstacles that life gives us. So, in that sense, I feel more powerful in the United States as a citizen because I get to make choices that benefit me, benefit my life. And I'm not trying to advocate for, like, no, don't take care of, like, don't care about your neighbor. No, it's not about that. You know, also, when you offer a help, Unless the person made a choice that they want to be helped. Seriously, from my experience, nothing's going to help you. And some people also feel like 
when they help someone like they're so virtuous so that's why they can shame others that's not okay too sometimes i have people sliding in my dm on my instagram telling me like okay this is how things are and when i tell them like you went to my dms i appreciate your help but please don't talk to me in this manner sometimes they get pretty um frustrated and they blame me for not accepting their help but the problem is i didn't ask for it i didn't make that conscious decision so we could have like an agreement on this assistance on this communication so that human part was gone and that's why the conversation even went wild so i had to tell the person that it's not good it's not beneficial for both of us so we need to seize this or bad things might might happen from both sides so but anyways choice it's something that sometimes hard to admit that you have one but you actually do i always think about you know world war ii and gulags conformity made it all happen because people took that choice not to do anything and when i picture myself in that situation it is a hard question what would i do it's easy to even like blame people guarding the camps but when life gives one's obstacles sometimes it's hard to make that decision not to guard them not to take power over others and tell them how they should live according to your views think about your choice how often do you have to make that choice do you have choice over your life why do you wake up in the morning why do you make that choice to go and work to drink that coffee or not to drink one why do you make that choice Stay tuned and see you in the next episode.